0: Welcome into another edition of the I'm Fat Podcast. I am Rick Camp alongside Jay Zawoski. And as always, we got a big week coming on here, lots to get to. And we want to remind you that we are sponsored today by Dr. Squatch. Go to drsquatch.com and use promo code I'm Fat20 to save 20% and team hockberg 56 davidcom for all your mortgage needs. Jay it's a big one this week Uh, I mean they're always they're always big for us but (laughs) the fact that Thanksgiving is less than a week away I mean this is our Super Bowl this is our Christmas as the t-shirt on our on our t-public would say that this is a big one so this is this is one of the podcasts that I look forward to most all year.
1: Yeah, it's definitely uh, a different sort of Thanksgiving. It's going to feel a little bit different, but at the end of the day, we're all going to gorge ourselves. Uh, It's going to be awesome. It's going to be different. It's going to be memorable, but I think everyone's sort of got a different way to enjoy Thanksgiving this year, and we're going to get to the way we're going to do that as well. Thanks, as always, for tuning in. We do appreciate it. You can follow us on our social media channels at I'm Fat Pod. That's Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Patreon. If you could be so kind as to leave us a five star review on Apple Podcasts, that would be greatly appreciated. Obviously, you can listen to the I'm Fat Podcast anywhere you get your podcasts, but those Apple Podcast reviews are worth their weight in gold. So if you can take a few minutes this Thanksgiving week to say some kind words and to hit that five star button on Apple Podcasts, we would greatly, greatly appreciate it. And Rick mentioned our tea public shop. There's constant sales going on there. Keep an eye on our Twitter. Uh, for when they are running I know there's another one starting soon and I'll tweet about it we got the fat guy thanks fat guy super bowl or what did I say fat, guy, fat Christmas. guy Christmas yeah fat guy Christmas t-shirt uh for Thanksgiving we've got Santa rocking the shades with the I'm fat podcast reflection in them and of course all of our classic designs the pizza box the fry bag and the uh, classic I'm fat podcast logo so check out our Tea public shop the link in our all of our social media bios will take you right there to the right page and if you've got some shopping to do at T Public. Feel free to use our link anyway. Even if you don't buy I'm Fat Podcast merch, it still helps us out if you shop through our link. So, visit that link in all of our social media profiles.
0: So, I know we got plenty of Thanksgiving stuff to get to. Uh and, you know, a couple like things here and there that we don't want to wait on. You know, we got some stuff that we're going to have a little bit of time between Thanksgiving and Christmas, you know. Shockingly to Most of the public out there, Thanksgiving does exist. It's not just all Christmas from the time Halloween happens. It's Thanksgiving this week. So we're going to talk Thanksgiving.
1: (laughs) I grudgingly put my Christmas lights up this weekend. Yeah. uh, Because we're cleaning out the basement for the first time really since we moved in to Homewood um just because you know you you get busy you got a ton to do and you just sort of stash everything in your basement so I found all the Christmas lights so I'm like screw it they're out I'm going to test them all and put them up it's one last thing I have to store so we did that but yeah you're right the 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 tossing aside of Thanksgiving is criminal and I when I say this I mean it Thanksgiving is my favorite holiday and yes I'm a fat guy and yes a lot of it has to do with food but I just think the whole message of thanksgiving is great i think the way people get together is great Uh, i just i always look forward to thanksgiving we in a normal year we would do an early morning football game with the whole family that's been going on for 15 years obviously we're going to skip it this year Uh, so that sort of sucks but it's just a day i look forward to every year And and i don't let it pass by i know a lot of people do and it's just sort of a speed bump on the way to christmas but i cherish thanksgiving i cherish thanksgiving week and uh, even though it's going to be different this year, I am ready and I am excited.
0: Yeah, I've always loved it, too, because, you know, when you see everybody for Christmas, yeah, it's kind of about seeing family, but it's also like, all right, what am I getting? Like, mm-hmm. especially when you have a lot of when you have a lot of kids, especially, when, you know, like when we're growing up or whatever. But Thanksgiving is really for a lot of families it's the first time everybody gets together for quite a while i right. mean for for families that hang out a lot together maybe you know maybe it's like 4th of july or maybe it's
1: you know i don't know what it end up being uh labor day maybe yeah, labor maybe, day or yeah. easter maybe but still thanksgiving is the one where you know yeah everyone's going to be there and and sort of like what you mentioned rick with christmas there is a distraction you also have the kids who are overtired they're totally sugar bomb fired up right and there's sort of a with christmas there's there's more to do like it feels like there's more okay we have to do this then we do this then we Mm -hmm. do this with thanksgiving it's like let's eat then we're gonna sit around and watch football and just sort of enjoy each other's company yeah and i just like the pace of thanksgiving better i like spending the day in the kitchen helping hope prepare the meal she's she's taken this on for our family over the last few years and man she just went from never have done she's never done it before to making the most amazing thanksgiving food i've ever had uh she's she's just a natural and i'm happy to help out too we usually smoke uh turkey breast i've got a friend uh the 14th person i know right now with covid that's right 14 people i know with covid we're gonna smoke a turkey a whole turkey for him and his family that morning and bring it over to them because they're obviously not gonna be cooking but um i'm just really looking forward to man i think this year could be a good opportunity for everybody to just sort of as bad as this year has been. And as much as this year has sucked to take a break and sort of reflect on some of the good that's come out of this, like the togetherness and the invented uh, inventiveness that people have come up with to sort mm-hmm. of stay together and stay in touch. There's been some good this year. So I, th- I really am looking forward to the opportunity to reflect on that a little bit.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I know uh, for me personally, like my family, um, doesn't really get together much anymore anyway uh but when we did it was always thanksgiving at my aunt jenny's house uh and like you know they moved a couple times so it was still even like no matter where they were that was where thanksgiving ended up being and i always loved it because you have the traditions like everybody everybody has their role you know there's in the way uh my family dynamics always worked was uh, my aunt Ginny, and then my her her oldest daughter holly would sometimes help out her younger daughter julie would sometimes help out but really those two all they were trying to do was get the skin off the bird like they <laughs> they would help out a little bit just to get you know to pass by the bird and get you know one little bit um mm-hmm. uh, like my mom would always help out my grandma would want to help out but they'd always say no this is one of the times where you don't have to do anything uh and then there's you know a lot of a lot of the guys that are just kind of hanging around either in conversation while football's on in the background or sometimes depending on the game that's on you are watching football while acting like you're paying attention to conversation that's most (laughs) of the time (laughs) what i fell into shockingly enough that yeah just like catching up with everybody and like that's why not to make it too too much of a downer, like, I really miss that now that yeah. my family doesn't really get together because, like, I have cousins that have kids that are, you know, almost going to be probably a couple years old that I have not met. That's and it's crazy. just that,
1: yeah, just like that kind of thing is just, is weird. So it's funny, though, you know, yeah. I found we're getting a little sappy on this one, but hey, this yeah, is a little bit to do it. Yeah, like, since my, my grandparents passed my mom's side of the family is sort of grown apart. They were sort of the the glue, keeping everybody together and keeping mm-hmm. everybody connected. And of course, you vow, you know, when grandma dies, she was the last one. I like, well, all right, we're not going to break any traditions and we're going to keep things going. And you try your best and then things just change. And I'm sure that's with every generation. Sure. But yeah, I mean, I, I never see my mom's side of the family anymore. I used to see them even in normal times, right? Uh, we would see each other like once a week because we'd all get together and, and hang out with grandma and grandpa It was a given and now that they're gone it's like we all kind of everyone kind of finds their own thing to do right and their new extended family with their wives or their husbands or whatever so it's different it's ever-changing and that was really tough for me to deal with at first um, but now I like it T- a typical Thanksgiving is Hope and I host my parents come my uncle Marty comes with his wife and, and that's it. And it's real low key and it's real nice. And, um, you know, it's just this year is going to be just the three of us. And it's going to be strange. So we're, we're mm-hmm. doing kind of a um, with our group of friends. We're, we're going to do like a friends giving thing where we each make a dish. Like a giant dish. And we're going to just, okay, so like we're in charge of cranberry sauce. So Hope's going to make cranberry sauce for our group of 10 friends. Oh, and make cool. enough for everybody. And so we're we're going to bring everybody cranberry sauce. Someone else is making stuffing etc and that's how we're going to kind of connect with our friends during thanksgiving which is you know it's different but again the creativity people are finding this year and especially during the holidays is Mm -hmm. uh it's it's cool and it's one of the things i'll always remember whenever this crap is over um it's one of the things i'll remember is how the people that truly wanted to see you and wanted to spend time with you went out of their way and found creative ways to do it and uh that's something i'll take away forever from this we should make some some jokes or something, though. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, geez, I'm like almost tearing up over yeah. here. I anyway, mean, I crapped is... my pants this week. Yeah,
0: well, <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I like, actually. What... What... I'm oh, sorry, I, I really did not. Oh, okay, I thought you wait, really wait. did. Uh, yeah, I just did. Oh, okay, oh, well,
0: congrats. Yeah, thank you. Okay, well, hopefully you got some like baby powder or something. <laughs> no, well, one thing struck me when you said that you guys are in charge of uh, having cranberry sauce for, you know, for all your friends is why do you have to make the cranberry sauce you get the stuff in the can and you yeah, put we, it into a dish yeah, and that's all you need that, they don't know that we're is, just gonna
1: they don't right. know we're just
0: gonna put a can on everybody's front
1: front steps yeah seriously <laughs> that's the superior cranberry sauce anyway i used to think that and then Hope I started making hers that. from scratch and it is so good and my buddy brian they went to whole Foods today so they dropped off the they're almost like uh fishing net bags of cranberries and it just looks so. It looks like a decoration. That's how good they look in the bag. And Hope makes awesome cranberry sauce. And I was never a bit like I would have it. Mm-hmm. Like eh, all right, it's there. I'll I'll just out of courtesy, I'll slice a little piece off and put it on my plate. Uh, but now that she makes it, I love it, and uh, I'm really looking forward to it. So it's going to be good. It's going to be a good day. I'm gonna, I'm positive about it. It's just you know, if there's a time to reflect on things, I guess it's Thanksgiving, right? That's kind of the whole point. Jay. Yes. We're not being down anymore stop oh, you're right i'm sorry yeah you jerk so I'm reflecting al- positively
0: i know well I mean, right yeah you're <laughs> thinking positively while sounding like you should have the music from the from a hallmark movie <laughs> where we're learning about something
1: <laughs> well, going it's also, on in the background we're also for the first time you and i are recording at night it is a little weird it's got this like Weird, uh, like ladies' man radio show vibe to it. Like, it seems kind of. I'm in my office. I only have like one lamp on, so it's kind of dark in here, and I feel like I'm speaking more quietly. Yeah. All right, you got. You're we getting we your like stuff to get to. I yeah, promise.
0: Yeah, you're getting your like Barry White version of yourself on, which is a very, <laughs> very, you know, yes. skewed way to look at it. But oh, I have a did you know Thanksgiving related? Oh, th- that I had always thought that stuffing and dressing were synonyms and it was just a matter of like whether like it was more of like a north south thing or maybe a two americas thing it's Mm -hmm. not
1: no it's not oh am i am i like the last one to know this no you're not and i I learned it when hope started cooking because she so stuffing is when you put it in the cavity of the bird
0: by the way, how much less appealing does it sound when you say in the cavity of the bird,
1: in the bird's butthole?
0: That actually <laughs> sounds better than cavity to me.
1: <laughs> maybe, maybe it's a little better. But I guess that's a little bit of a risky way to cook it because you can get salmonella real bad from that. Because yeah. it's hard to tell because you get the drippings of the bird and all that stuff. Uh, so that's different. Stuffing is is prepared in the bird. I'm sorry yeah stuffing yeah. is prepared in the bird and dressing is not
0: yeah dressing's on the pan
1: yeah which, but you can't really go wrong as no, long as you cook it well enough yeah you're fine
0: yeah like when when we had all the family it was always stuffing mm-hmm. now when it's been like just us so like the way everybody most people are going to be doing thanksgiving this year where it's just like your immediate family that's how my family has done it for probably like the last four or five years
1: i kind of like it that
0: way yeah well and and actually it's funny uh we'll get to that we'll get to that a little bit later but uh but yeah like so now we're not cooking obviously an entire bird for like four people even though i am one of those people like we're we're not doing that (laughs) so it's just going to be like knowing my mom and we haven't talked about what we're doing yet exactly it's probably going to be going to have some turkey we're going to have some ham and then all of the sides that we like because I am, as we've, we've spoken about and on Thanksgiving episodes past that you can, you know, go on your podcast player and find old ones for more context that I am a ham over turkey person, even on Thanksgiving. If it's available, I'll take a little bit of turkey because, you know, you have to have some turkey. Right. But if I'm given the choice, 100% taking like the honey baked ham or the, your spiral ham or whatever over a Thanksgiving turkey.
1: All right, let's do this. Since we've done power rankings, we've done all those things in the past. Let, let me just ask you this. Okay, you are, your, you, you get the the bell rings right. Food is ready. You pick up your plate. What is the thing that you that your eye goes to first? Like, what's the? And it might not be your favorite thing, mm-hmm. but what's the thing you want to make sure is well proportioned on your plate before other people get to it? What's the number one thing you're saying? I have to make a, you know, make a v line for this. For this thing, because I know that it goes fast, and I know that I love it. Oh, see, ours is more
0: has always been more assembly line, so you don't really have a choice of what you go oh, to first. That's rough. Yeah, because <laughs> you know, because there's like a well, you know, there were always enough people to where they tried to maintain some organization. So yeah, they try, but I yeah. am a I am a habitual line cutter. Okay, because the first well, thing I look at is the double baked potatoes because my aunt. Like took pride in mm-hmm. finding the most ignorantly huge potatoes <laughs> for those because that's what like that's her thing her and my mom make oh, so incredible good. double bake or twice baked potatoes or however you want to call them but yeah so i always look at those first but in terms of making sure you get enough on your plate uh i was i was a person that was late to stuffing slash dressing but i man now it is a huge priority i if i had to choose between
1: turkey or stuffing i'm taking stuffing that i mean that's not a bad pick and to go back to your twice baked potato thing you know when you're looking at the arrangement of those that there's one that looks bigger and better yep (laughs) and you know that that's the one you want see we don't do that we do mashed potatoes and i i will say if i have a, a typical dinner plate for thanksgiving half of it is mashed potatoes <laughs> yeah because they're they're my favorite like i i swear to god rick i could have mashed potatoes every day of my life now
0: every day my life. now when it's half of your plate are we talking half in terms of like left or right or are we talking half in terms of the bottom half of your plate and then you place <laughs> everything else on top of no. it so
1: you get so you get mashed potatoes in every bite it's the left side um left side for me for the mashed potatoes and then i usually will turn it so it's like the back left corner mm-hmm. uh and then yeah the mashed potatoes for me are just the greatest and i remember my aunt when she my aunt julie would host parties for whatever it was you know graduation or uh, sometimes you'd order catering she would always order an extra pan of mashed potatoes because she knew i was coming <laughs> and i would not eat a pan of mashed potatoes i couldn't if I wanted to right three quarters a third a third of a pan yes I could do that without really blinking and that's just always been my favorite and that's where I that's the first thing I know there's gonna be plenty of it but I'm a little concerned this year because of it being just the three of us that hopes not going to prepare just a mountain of mashed potatoes like normal I need to tell her like look whatever you're planning add 50 percent just because I'm, it's Thanksgiving, I want to eat more mashed potatoes than I can possibly handle. Right. Well, and but, leftovers are such a key part
0: yes. of Thanksgiving. Yeah. Some people, I mean, I don't necessarily subscribe to this, but some people prefer Thanksgiving stuff after the fact. And I know we, and I know we've got questions like related to this too. Like I will say, you all stepped up big time in terms of we asked for questions, especially Thanksgiving-related ones, and we got them.
1: Yes, and we don't have a ton. We're gonna, we're gonna get to. Of course, we're debuting our new segment today. This or that. We've got a lot of those, and we're gonna get to your ask of fats quick. But real quick, Mm -hmm. Rick, before we move on, I gotta tell you, um, yesterday we had talked to a friend. Because they live alone. It's just a couple. They live away from their family, and they don't travel to see their family. Okay. They said for Thanksgiving, they're doing a deep fried turkey from Popeyes. Yes. And I said to Hope, you know what? If we're ever going to do that. This is the year. This is the year, right? If we're ever going to say, screw it, let's just do this. She's like, no, I like making it. And she does. And she does like doing it. And she's really good at it. And I feel like. As good as that sounds, um, I think I would miss the traditional turkey. But I do want to try that sometime. Can I just drive through and get a deep fried turkey? (laughs) Y'all have a a whole turkey and a giant. By the way, so because we read that story, we're like, well, that's it. We're getting Popeyes. Their gravy is the best. And Mm -hmm. I finally tried the Cajun Sparkle. Oh, yeah. I had never gotten it before and i maybe because i had to go in and pick up my order i said hey can i get some hot sauce and maybe that's the code to the to the workers that's like okay this person knows what they're doing yeah (laughs) like okay you asked for the hot sauce you know how to eat this chicken fine Mm -hmm. and they throw in a cajun sparkle man that stuff is good do you do you usually put it just on your chicken or do you put on your potato like what do you do with it i just put i sprinkle it on my chicken yeah I, i do that i put it
0: on my chicken and also i have i have to get this out of the way of now coming to the stage cajun sparkle (laughs) yeah
1: i can picture her yeah yeah or yeah probably her you never know though you know you can't be too sure right because there could
0: be like one of two very different descriptions i feel like yeah okay let's just we should probably just leave it at that let's get back to some sad stuff yeah (laughs) (laughs) but so dead relatives am i right but just but
1: popeyes (laughs) just solidifies the goat status of the fried chicken place i took the first bite of chicken yesterday so we picked it up and then a drive home like seven minutes and the three of us were like like let's have a piece of delight. i ate my first piece of chicken without putting it down Nice. It was like Tasmanian Devil. Well, and then you also worry when you have any because, so, like,
0: my drive from Popeyes to home is ten minutes somewhere, depending on the day, sometime between ten and fifteen minutes. So yeah. it it can be, it can be iffy for fast food. However, oh, oh my God! I just thought of this story that I completely forgot to tell on the podcast, and it is perfect. Okay, so. Uh but just to finish that one first, <laughs> the the Popeyes gets back and is still great. Oh yeah. So I went to Penn Station, uh, shockingly enough, a couple I weeks can't ago. Believe it. Yeah and i get my order and their bags are like the tall bags like similar to like what a jersey mike's bag would be okay. except it's a little bigger so they put everything in there so the fries are in there i went on a tuesday so it was fr- it was cookie tuesday so you get like a free like mini size of their cookie you know because the the first sample's got to be free because they know you'll be hooked after that because <laughs> their cookies yeah because their cookies are incredible and the only thing with the with the sandwich that i got the italian that it can be pretty greasy so because of the where it was positioned in the bag and how long it took me to get home i am holding the bag i'm holding my drink i get inside finally i'm standing at the elevator waiting for it and i hear something and the bag gave out (laughs) the sandwich (laughs) thankfully stayed wrapped up but the fries are on the ground they're not all bad. of them but like enough of the fries to where it, it kind of hurt my soul a little bit and thank god nobody was there to see it you ate them didn't you no not the ones that know because i could tell it had been a minute since that mat had been uh vacuumed <laughs>
1: it's, a, it's a common area floor yeah yeah you am so, going want to skip that
0: one yeah so i skipped that but i was deathly afraid i'd be like on the ground and i had nothing I had, there was no like garbage can there so i had nowhere to put the bad fries oh yeah so i had to so I, I just like took a couple napkins and just like kind of wrapped them up in there and basically like made it into a ball so that it was like easy enough for me to transport upstairs so i'm cradling all my food like it's a baby trying to get upstairs with the pop in the other hand and then i'm trying to open the door to the to my to my condo and i'm like i it is a miracle that nobody saw me because this was like a fat embarrassment moment of epic proportions even though i didn't have like more food than a normal serving
1: yeah for, it's just for the, most people not for me the, yeah. yeah the bag integrity didn't hold up yeah yeah
0: yeah, exactly. But it was one of those where I'm like, "Oh God, oh, uh, okay, please, nobody, no, please, please, no." Oh,
1: it's the worst. Yeah, that happened to me with. Um, I had to run into Walmart real quick. This is months ago to get a case of Diet Coke. So I grab the case, you know, and it's got the built-in handle, mm-hmm. and I'm walking through the store, and the the whole thing just gives way. So twenty four cans. Oh. of diet coke artists rolling wildly through the children's clothing section of walmart and i got like this tattered box and i'm in a hurry and <laughs> these dudes are like helping me pick it up i'm like thank you so much you know i take it that we try to shove it back in this destroyed box and they're and the people are like do you want us to go get you a new and i'm like no i have to leave just throw in a bag let's throw all the cans in a bag I gotta go <laughs> so I just had like a walmart bag full of cans of pop oh my god that was awful and speaking of dropping food before we get to uh this or that we've been binging the Cosby show lately okay uh, my daughter really likes it we gave her the little talk like okay well this show is really funny it was really popular but that guy is really a piece of crap but anyway the show's fun <laughs> last week i tweeted a photo of peter the fat kid from the cosby show yes the one we watched tonight before i did the podcast is one of the most famous ones where the where cliff huxable gets a juicer and then rudy and peter are trying to make peanut butter and jelly but they don't have jelly so they put grapes in a juicer and it destroys the kitchen oh yeah the best part about that is before they do that peter is getting the bread out but but holds the bag upside down and all the bread goes on the floor (laughs) so peter picks up each piece of bread and just wipes it on his shirt (laughs) that is perfect and i'm not convinced that that was written into the script that kid is awkward as hell he would get stage fright on set i got in like a peter from the cosby show wormhole after seeing him on that one where bill cosby was putting him on his knee and like bouncing him around like whatever happened to peter he's actually a drummer in a heavy metal band i learned yeah and not so fat anymore which is sad but man that kid was just perfectly cast And the noggin on that child oh my god he had like a a full-grown male head on a child's body it's so true but that show still holds up man yeah still holds up and just makes the whole bill cosby all right we're not gonna get a bill cosby no it's been a sad enough show yeah seriously shut up but you know you know jay
0: you know one of the other best parts of that show Hmm. the house and how gorgeous it is and how it just like fits the family they looks like they have plenty of room and if you're looking to do the same thing if you're looking to purchase or refinance your home you should talk to our guys at team hockberg david hockberg is one of the best if not the best dude out there when it comes to just also not even just getting the job done when you're early on in the process and you're trying to figure out a game plan of how can i get to a point where i can purchase my home or work on refinancing my home go to 56david.com or call 855-56-DAVID because like having bought a condo in the last couple years all the preparation and everything that's necessary. I had no idea. So if I had someone like David in my corner at that time, boy, would it have been a lot easier for me. So don't be a dummy like me. Make sure you are talking to David, 855-56 David and 56David.com. Also, you can check out his show on WGM. That's AM720 for those keeping score at home. Saturdays from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. It's called Home Sweet Home Chicago. He's got guests, he's giving out advice. So even if you hear something, we're like, oh, maybe that is a situation like me. Maybe I could do this. Maybe I could get the house I've always been looking for, or maybe I could refinance my home and you know, release some of the burden around these holidays. That's something you can do. So yeah, make sure to call Team Hockberg, check out the website, and when you do, make sure to tell him that hey, I heard about David from and Team Hockberg from the I'm Fat podcast because well, that helps too? us out.
1: I was a first-time home buyer when I bought in Homewood, and it is so important to have someone you trust on your side when you're either refinancing or buying a new home. No doubt. And David is very well-trusted, hugely respected. Everybody knows who he is. So, yeah, visit David Hochberg, 56david.com. Homeside Financial is an equal housing lender, NMLS, 1124061, 56david.com, 855. Five six David. All right, should we debut our new segment, this or that? Yes. Especially if we... it's
0: especially if it's this or that.
1: This or that. That's exactly <laughs> right. So uh I can't help it. I, I do talk that way, and there's really nothing I can do about it. Um so the concept, if you missed last week's episode, and what if you did, what's wrong with you? The song says ask a fat about this or that. So we're gonna have a segment. Give us two things, and Rick and I are going to debate them. So the first one comes from Andy. Andy says, this or that, movie theater popcorn or movie theater candy? Ooh.
0: You know, I'll take maybe the more difficult one. I'll take movie theater candy because at least in terms of this discussion because one thing comes to mind specifically and mind you you can get it in a store like a Walgreens or something but i only associate it with the movie theater and it's bunch of crunch oh yeah bunch of crunch is so <laughs> great just because you know like it's it's a, it's the popcorn chicken of candy you're right about it. that's something that you don't really see anywhere but the movie theater because i get why they want to have it like that because it's you know easy easy to be able to eat without making a bunch of noise but man when you get like a little cluster of the chocolate and the rice there man that is it is tough to beat that with the quality of chocolate too come on like like i understand everybody loves popcorn at the movie theater and so do i but i'd be lying if every single time i'm not like man that bunch of crunch though (laughs)
1: There's something weird about me, and I agree with you, but every time I go to the movies, popcorn's an automatic. For me, candy might not be an automatic, but to me, the movie-going experience requires popcorn. Okay. And it's because I don't really have it any other time. I have candy all the time. By the way, Rick, you can tune this part out, but I had a fat hack this week that I'm very, very proud of. Okay. After Halloween, I've been craving Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. Mm Mm-hmm. I've already eaten all of Addie's <laughs> from, her, from her Halloween bag. Wow. So and, you know, Hope eats them, too. We all do. But I've been anytime I see that orange wrapper, I'm grabbing it, just craving it the other day. Just, man, I need a Reese's and I, we didn't have any at home. What can I do? Realized that we had Hershey bars from s'more making okay. left over, and I had some peanut butter. So I just made my own, dude. That was good. I just broke those little squares off and would just dip each square in peanut butter. Hmm. Oh, fat heck. All right. New this or that. This one comes from Lisa. This or that sausage pizza or pepperoni pizza? I it's a slam dunk
0: pepperoni for me. Yeah, you're a pepperoni guy. I really I really am. Like it's it's obviously not like I dislike sausage, but man, a really good pepperoni. Because I think it fits more with like I don't know I, I just i i think i just like the the spiciness of it i think if if the default sausage was spicier than default sausage is i would be more inclined okay but the thing is that you know you're understandably your default sausage isn't as spicy because they're trying to you know mass appeal and all that stuff i get it but just the you know that little bit of spice that the pepperoni gives you man that's good and especially if you get a place where they're putting those toppings underneath the cheese pepperoni underneath the cheese where you get nice just, thing. just a little bit of the grease build up not a ton to where it's like you take a bite and it's like shooting all over your clothes but just enough to where it adds that little bit of flavor i think that makes all the difference in the world and i'm not the biggest one for super super crispy uh pepperoni So it being underneath the cheese uh, doesn't lose anything for me in terms of texture.
1: See, that's important to me because I do think and the reason I go is one of the many reasons I go sausage on this, but pepperoni does tend to be really greasy and it can, especially if you're having a budget pizza, like if you're going to Costco or you're going to Domino's or whatever, the greasy pepperoni can just absolutely bust the entire pizza. And that can be a problem sometimes but i will say i am a pepperoni guy at lose every time yes they have they have the best pepperoni it's terrific and it's not greasy and like you said it doesn't i i actually like crispy pepperoni but at lose it does not get crispy it's perfectly and of course it's not right there on top and that's why it works so good i'm a sausage guy i think that that is to me a default pizza is a sausage pizza and we've had, I think, doesn't Spiegel say the way to tell if a pizza place is great is you get sausage and onion? Isn't yes. that what he says is kind of the go-to? Mm-hmm. For me, it's just sausage. If you can't make a good sausage pizza, I don't trust you to do anything else. That's true. Part of that is, for me, and I can't go an episode without saying Rosangela's, but Rosangela's sausage is absolutely amazing. It's what makes them so great. So that, to me, will always be my default, but I do feel like that's a really good way to determine if a restaurant has good sausage or not i think that's why i was never a huge aurelio's fan because i don't love their sausage but because i'm me and i'm weird i would just keep ordering it over and over again I'd be like meh, 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 every time i had it <laughs> it just maybe it's a sausage you don't like from there jay uh, maybe it is and then when i tried the other one i'm like okay now i see why everybody loves aurelio so i'm a sausage guy rick is pepperoni by the way lisa the asker of the question wants us to know she is the proud over owner of an i'm fat podcast tote bag oh okay that's the first tote bag i know of i think so so lisa thanks for getting our tote bag on tpublic.com we appreciate it again if you want to check out our tpublic shop follow the link in our bio the link matters you can't just go to the website and then search for us because we won't get a cut that way all right i got two more of this or that's cool this one comes from mike the ultimate fat choice, pizza or cheeseburger?
0: Hmm. <sighs> pizza. Yeah. For, for me, it's it's pizza. As much as, man, I, I do love a really good burger, but I feel like you can come closer to replicating it without actually have like I'm I'm viewing this as you can only have one of them for the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. That is, it, it's got to be pizza. Like I, I mean, pizza was the first thing in the onion ring of honor for a reason, and it's <laughs> yes, because it there's var- there's varieties within it, and it's pizza.
1: Yeah, I was thinking about this this week. Never have people been disappointed when someone's like, "You just want to order a pizza." That's what everybody wants. All the time. Yes. If you're out with friends, you're like, oh, maybe we should get some Chinese food, or just someone say it. Someone say what everybody wants to be said. Let's just order a pizza, and everyone either internally or externally gives a sigh of relief. Like, yes, that's what I wanted. That's what we all want. Just say it. Don't feel bad about doing it every time either, because it's a winner. It's a proven winner everybody's happy from baby to grown-ass adult old person <laughs> everybody yes. loves pizza and i love burgers too but i'm a guy who's like in a mood for a burger yeah i can have pizza every day and not hesitate that's a great way to put it yeah there are
0: very few things for as much as we eat and as many things as we eat it's there true. are very few things that fall into the i can absolutely have this at any point in time
1: right uh, Mike, by the way, the asker of that question wants us to know that his youngest son was twelve pounds three ounces at birth. <gasps> that's damn! Good that's a big lord. Baby. Thoughts and prayers to your wife. Seriously, yes. Tw- wow that's brutal it's a huge kid that's a huge (laughs) kid all right and our guy lance levine from tournament of junk is uh cursing the first version of this or that with the worst question ever almond joy or mounds no
0: (laughs) he says i love
1: coconut and i will die on that hill you will die on the hill alone Lance. seriously i am not coming up the hill with you
0: so there was do you remember girl i feel like these don't exist anymore
1: by the way i'll say mounds since almonds are also terrible
0: yeah agreed
1: yeah it tastes like wood
0: yeah i'll leave that alone um <laughs> <laughs> probably not wrong on that context either but anyway um i completely lost my train of thought all right cool yeah.
1: um <laughs> do you want to get to the ask a question
0: yeah i might as well <laughs> this is going great <laughs>
1: if you thought you had to travel far to savor the pad thai of bangkok or to taste the pastries of paris
0: take another look with two times total points at grocery stores your same kitchen can come with more cuisines sapphire preferred from chase Make more of what's yours.
1: Valorant up to $1,000 in purchases per month from November 1st, 2020 to April 30th, 2021. Account subject to credit approval. Cards issued by J.P. Morgan Chase Bank and a member of the IC. Me, 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 but also you. <laughs> the Pharaoh fast forwards his favorite foreign film, Powder Donut. <clears throat> okay, what's my line? Uh, The only line I see here on the script is get options based on your budget with the name and price tool from Progressive. Oh man, that's a tongue twister, huh? I'm sorry. I'm going to need a few more minutes. <clears throat> bulbous Walrus. The Bulbous Walrus. The name your price tool. Only from Progressive. The owl ran fowl of the comatose Coxswain.
0: Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates Price and Coverage Match Limited by State Law.
1: Ask a fat about this and that. It's time to chat with the fats. The Ask a Fat segment is brought to you today by our friends at Dr. Squatch Natural Soap Company. Go to DrSquatch.com and use that promo code. I'm fat 20 to save 20% on your order. We've been telling you about the soap. We've been telling you about the hair care products. We've been telling you about the beard oil and all the great things Dr. Squatch has to offer. The toothpaste, guess what's out now? Just released last week, mine is shipping. It's on its way, I cannot wait. I sit outside and wait for the mail carrier all the time, hoping my deodorant shows up. Three Dr. Squatch deodorant Mm -hmm. scents, Fresh Falls, Bay Rum, alpine sage mine will be here any day now and I cannot wait everything I've tried from Dr. Squatch from the first bar soap I used which was the pine tar to the toothpaste that I've used every day since it came out I have loved I am a Dr. Squatch evangelist Rick loves it too the way I got involved with Dr. Squatch was and Rick can attest to this my hands were so dry and so unhealthy that they would crack and bleed my scalp if I scratched my head it wasn't dandruff it was dry skin that would fall on the table in front of me it was gross and I had had enough so I saw an Instagram ad for Dr. Squatch ordered a couple bars of soap and immediately saw a difference in my skin care uh, condition and my when I got the the hair care kit my hair got better and thicker and fuller and I have been a huge fan of Dr. Squatch ever since and everyone who listens to the podcast and has emailed us says the same thing. They are a Dr. Squatch user for life. So go to drsquatch.com. If it's your first time, up there in the top right corner, you're going to see the Squatch quiz. Take that quiz. It'll help you pick out what's best for you. What are your needs? What scents do you like, et cetera? And you'll build your bundle that way. When you're ready to check out, make sure you use that promo code I'm FAT20 to save 20% on your order and help the podcast at the same time if i'm a first-time buyer for dr squatch i'm going cool fresh aloe that's the best scent the pine tar is their flagship and it's super exfoliating and great for your dry skin and my other one is the cold brew cleanse i absolutely love that but check out all the soaps all the products they have including their new deodorant fresh falls bay rum and alpine sage and check out their bundles you can save a lot of money by bundling these products drsquatch.com promo code i'm fat 20
0: so does being a squatch evangelist make you a squatch angelist a squatch angelist yeah okay i think so is that is that what i missed reading on your business card <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes okay. i'm not gonna make the i guess an now rapist <laughs> <laughs> I'm an analyst and a therapist. I'm an hour <laughs> therapist.
0: Oh, if you have not watched Arrested Development, friends, you are missing out. At least watch the first three
1: seasons, Dude, four and five. I, eh. You know what? Maybe you have the same experience, and maybe it's every show. But Arrested Development, I find this especially when you know you have the friends who would love it. Yes, and no matter how hard you try to convince them to watch, they're like, eh. Eh, i'm not gonna get into it eh, it's too much of an investment it's three yep. seasons you need to watch three seasons yeah and they're half hour episodes yes like that's the thing and you know i mean it could be friends
0: it could be dan bernstein it could be either of those but i think like dan bernstein would really like the show he would love it if he ever gave it a chance but you know but i said friends so yeah, yeah. exactly well that's why i said friends dan bernstein you know <laughs> comma. friends comma, comma. Dan, dan bernstein, bernstein. <laughs> yeah
1: you gotta yeah. separate yeah all right speaking of the score I got a question here from John. He says, in the spirit of Scorehouse, if you guys were to take the show on the road for a few days, where would you go? To keep it simple, you can restrict it to the US. Personally, I would choose New Orleans. My wife and I spent a few days there 2 years ago and I didn't come close to eating at all the places I want to. Rick, what is your choice if we're having I'm Fat House, where are we basing I'm Fat House? I love the call of New Orleans because yeah, It's good.
0: Like I went there one time I was there for a week and I still feel like there was so much untapped potential. So that's definitely, that definitely has to be one of the stops. So yeah, new Orleans, 100% is on the list.
1: New Orleans is a great one. And that was my first instinct. And I think I sort of predicted that you would say the same thing. I will give a option B to Texas with the barbecue with the proximity to mexico with all the hot spicy food served down there uh i think that texas would be a great place to do it too maybe austin somewhere like that that would be a lot of fun but i i think the fat house year one is new orleans or bust i think that makes perfect sense
0: and that's even for me as not being someone that really likes seafood very much do you like shrimp uh, I can take or leave sh- I, or oh, I, I yeah, it, it's touch and go with me. But like New Orleans is one of those places where they do everything
1: so well, I'd be more than willing to try things again. When we went there with uh we went there for the Super Bowl, the Kaepernick Super Bowl, mm-hmm. where the lights went out, um we went to um Arn Arma- I'm gonna say it wrong and people are gonna be screaming at me, Arnods or Armands, whatever it's called really famous place it's like haunted it's been there for a 100 years you walk in there you feel like you're in a time warp. mac ordered oysters and i never had oysters and i was like eh, i wasn't ready yet yeah they said that the oysters that they put down in front of him were alive when they left the kitchen jesus like that's how fresh they were and the first bite he took, you could see this the eyes roll in the back of his head like, oh, my God, that's amazing. I finally tried an oyster that was, you ever see the way they fry them, Rick, where they put the oysters face up on hot coals and they fill them with butter so they literally fry themselves? Mm-hmm. Yeah, That's what I had. And I was kind of like, eh, we've talked about this. We're texture guys. Yeah. And it kind of got to me. I feel now that I'm older, though, I'd be a little more willing to eat a booger eat a booger exactly i mean i do that all the time anyway but
0: (laughs) okay my first question comes from dan is gravy a side or a condiment
1: i think it's a condiment because you don't eat it on its own yeah i agree like you don't just eat gravy you drink it right (laughs) with a straw (laughs) yes it's funny i talk about my friend brian all the time on this podcast Mm -hmm. uh and he's a p1 so it's cool that i do his daughter loves ketchup just lo- like she will eat ketchup like with a fork 30 so packets I, uh, packets or she'll just squeeze the two. about so i was at yeah. costco and i texted them I'm like hey would you guys do anything i'm here they're like we need a ton of capri sun and as much ketchup as you can get I'm like how about a three <laughs> pack they're like done get it this is for our daughter and she just eats it like as a snack Ugh. i like ketchup on stuff mm-hmm but I couldn't just eat it with a fork. That is that is gross. Yeah, no thank you. All right, I've got a long email here. I'm not going to read the whole thing, but I want to read part of it. This is from Jay. He says I've been a long-time listener of this core and about a month ago started listening to the podcast. I am most definitely a fellow fat as I'm 6'1 340. I've been binge listening ever since. My better half and kids spent 12 days at Disney World leaving me home alone. Oh, that sounds amazing. I decided to go for a drive <laughs> after getting off work last Saturday. So I drove from the Rockford area to Kansas City in Tulsa. I was able to listen from... Episode- on, just, but just because? Yeah, just wanted to get out of the house. Wanted to go for a road trip. Dude, I, mean, I feel that on every level. Yeah, I get it. But it's funny to just like...
0: Qual- like qualified is as just to get out of the house. I'm gonna go to Kansas City.
1: <laughs> hey, I will drive anywhere. Just tell me where to go. I say the hope all the time. Like, let's get out of the house. Where do you want to go? I don't care. Just tell me. Yeah, tell me and I'll drive there. Anyway, Jay says he was able to listen to po- from podcast 27 to 61 Oof. during the two and a half day excursion. We are not that interesting. No, Rick. I'm telling you once a week we get an email from someone who told us they listen to 20 episodes
0: that is it's i mean <laughs> that's that's really cool don't get me I, yeah, wrong we appreciate
1: it but for sure. th- we are
0: not that interesting
1: yeah no not at all um but thank you jay for the email he says he stopped at arthur bryant's barbecue in kansas city said it was absolutely phenomenal he tried what a burger for the first time in Tulsa, said it was pretty solid uh by the way did you see the story they opened a uh in and out burger in in denver and it was a twelve-hour wait. I guess I heard he was smoking at the
0: same time, and it was just like, "Oh my god, hours!" I don't care how good it is, even it's though. Not- well, yeah, but I'm saying like, even if it was
1: the best thing ever, twelve-hour wait is too much. Yes, that's ridiculous. Uh, and I think the police department put that out. The current wait at In-N-Out Burgers is 12 hours. Maybe they're doing that to deter people. Probably. But and I've had it in and out, and I like it. I just don't get the... Obsession? Huge, Yeah, I don't... I don't. Whatever. I guess you grew up with it and you love it. A lot like White Castle here. But I think if a White Castle opened in California, there wouldn't be a 12-hour wait. No. Uh, all right. So Jay actually has a question, though. He says, What's the maddest you've ever gotten at a restaurant? Mine was a Taco Bell and DeKalb in 2002. He said... They ran out of meat <laughs> when he ordered their food <laughs> out of meat. And I've told the story before that the Romeoville Taco Bell, I pulled up and, and before I was able to order it, it, said, welcome to Taco Bell. We're out of tacos. And my mind just <sighs> misfired. Like, what? Like, what? I, I couldn't even comprehend what had happened. So I was like, okay, I, I didn't comprehend that I could order other things there. I just said okay. I, I'm just gonna go then. <laughs> like I, I could have gotten a burrito. I could have gotten a Mexican pizza. They just didn't have taco shells. That's just, so weird. But just hearing that, I was like, uh, go okay, go somewhere else. Here's when I get mad at restaurants, though. Aside from that one, when the pop machine is down. Mm. Th- this has happened at my Wendy's on halstead several times in the last couple weeks. Where I'll pull up and they say our pop machine's down. I'm like, I don't want a bacon double stack and water. Right. Nobody wants that. That would make it healthy, though. I had to pull a Rick and order the sandwich and then go next door to Popeyes and get a big-ass Diet Coke. Because <laughs> it's healthy, because it's diet. Right. Um,
0: <sighs> I think for me, for me, it's, it's bad service. And like a bad service at a, at a restaurant is really it is the worst like it when it either if there's something particular to my order or not even most of the time it's not even mine that i get mad about it's people i'm with
1: mm-hmm.
0: so messing that up uh not checking in forever so like if we have drinks that need to be refilled or you know just simple things like i don't i really don't consider myself like high maintenance it's pretty much just like make sure i have a drink uh, make sure our orders are right and like that's pretty much it that's all i ask for but like when you know it's just kind of assumed that oh yeah you know you're pretty much you're gonna be good until i get back and then you don't come back for way too long those kind of things and like I try to forgive attitude because you never know what other people are going through, that kind of thing, even though it is their job. Yeah. Like, to a point, I give leeway to a point, but I think the most – was that an IHOP? I think it was an IHOP, and they kept messing up the type of of pancakes the people I was with wanted, and – And our server just had the worst attitude in the world the entire like from Jump Street. It wasn't like Mm -hmm. she thinks we're, you know, busting her metaphorical balls or something like that. It was just that she was in a bad mood and you could tell wasn't paying attention. And it was the one time that I that I asked to speak to a manager. The one time ever. And I didn't feel good about it, but I was just so mad at the time.
1: I just didn't care. You put your Karen hair on. Seriously. Oh, (laughs) no doubt. No, No, you're right, though. And to me, service is the thing. Like, I get things go wrong and I get mistakes will happen. Like, oh, we screwed up your order or, oh, I'm sorry. You said no mail. We put mail on there. Apologies. Let us fix it. But like, if I'm in a place and I'm sitting there for 15 minutes and no one talks to me or like things like that where I'm clearly being neglected or ignored Mm -hmm. that bothers me and the other thing is when bad service comes into play usually when you're with a group of your friends someone that's air quotes their place yeah right so for instance I talk about Los Angeles all the time if I brought somebody to Los Angeles and the service was bad I'd be horrified I would feel like it was a representation of me i would feel like i was letting my friends down for making them go to a place that has bad service now Rosangelo has never has bad service because they've been in business forever and it's a well-oiled machine but there have been other places i have gone that i have gone to bat for and the service has been terrible and that is embarrassing and to me if you want me to not come back that's what it's going to be facts i get sometimes the fries are soggy i get sometimes you're going to mess up an order but if if I'm just neglected as a customer, that's gonna be it. and if I'm sitting there like, what is going on? And the people I'm with are getting upset, that's gonna that's gonna keep me away for a long time. And I'm not gonna name the place that this happened with, but it was a place I went to all the time. All the time. And we had one bad experience there, and I stayed away for a year and a half. Mm-hmm. That's how badly that experience weighed on me. So I'm like, I don't want to go through that again. I don't want to sit there for two hours waiting for a salad and a burger. And th- that ruins everything. So anyway, that's that's when I get upset at a restaurant. Uh, your question,
0: right? Yeah, mine. Okay. This one comes from G-Money. Should the for I'm Fat... G-Money. money yes. Should the I'm Fat podcast hoodie be washed or should it be worn with the battle scars from past meals?
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, like,
1: I like the idea of where... And I hope you got it in white this yeah, is the brightest white right. you could possibly buy the hoodie in uh yeah oh yeah let those what those what those battles cars show man I, of all yeah that's just say it's Oh no it's the design it comes with stains it's how they it's how they imagined the shirt we should maybe that's our next pattern is we just uh have a shirt that looks stained
0: no you know what the next one should be it's only offered in all white the logo is small just so that it's kind of like it's kind of like a create your own with the saints.
1: Okay, yeah, look like at that. <laughs> yeah, create your own t-shirt. It's like tie-dye but not. Yes, exactly. By the way, we had um I made uh stew tonight. I sent you a picture, my Tex-Mex stew. Look good. Turned out really really good, and I said to Addy I'm like, oh, you're not gonna want to wear a hoodie when you eat this because you're probably gonna drip it. I'm like, you don't want to wear a nice clean hoodie. She turned around, she's like, this is a nicer clean, and there's like chocolate, it's <laughs> like stains <laughs> all over. It. I'm like, that's my girl, also my girl who had Popeyes fried chicken leftovers for breakfast. Nice. Yeah. I mean, if I put it. My, in my the... mother-in-law called and she's like, I see Addie had fried chicken for breakfast. I'm like, well, she also had yogurt. <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: not all bad. And I mean, if you put it within, if you put it between a biscuit, then it's socially acceptable, right?
1: Yeah. It's a chicken. It's a breakfast biscuit. Yeah. Or if you put it on top of a waffle. All right. I've got two more questions. This one comes from Jordan from Twitter at I'm fat pod. He says a buddy and a buddy of mine and I are at a disagreement. He says prime rib is the goat of meat meals. I say ribs thoughts. A really? Really? Well, I'm not going to overthink this. Just a Really? great
0: steak to me it's it's tough to beat that for me um i tend to lean towards new york strip also because it's one of the more moderately priced ones (laughs) yes so that's part of the reason uh but yeah just a really well done not meaning the temperature well done meaning the care that it's that's gone into it and the and the the quality of the meat a great steak well it's simple and it's fantastic
1: i'm a big fan of and i'm with you on a steak a t-bone or a ribeye those are those are typically my favorite kind of the fattier meats Mm -hmm. they're more flavorful my mom is big on the filet and i'm not going to turn my nose up at a steak no but i like my steak to have taste yes exactly i want that saltiness i want that you know what i mean she likes it. It's like, oh, it's really lean. I'm like, "Yeah, that's not that doesn't appeal to me." Right, right. That lean isn't a good word. Right, it's fine. I, again, I'm not going to be mad about a fillet, but it's probably my last choice when ordering a steak. Yeah.
0: When uh when Lawrence took when Lawrence Holmes took myself and Tony Gill to Gibson's. Yes. Oh, so because Tony thought that because I'm sure we mentioned it previously on the podcast that Tony thought a steak is a steak. So he thought like a steak from Gibson's is the same as a steak that he had had, you know, from Outback Steakhouse. No, not the same. Not the same. And he learned that. And when we went there looking over now, Lawrence told us, don't worry about the prices. Just get the steak that you want, but you'll look at the prices. So I was like, okay, so not that one, not that one. But I ended up going New York strip and it was, oh, it was great. So good. And for me, uh, you know, I'm not cultured enough to be able to go meet to be able to go mid-rare. Sorry, I just can't. Uh, I'm a medium person. So and (laughs) steak only yeah <laughs> facts like yeah that's my thing as i am for for i used to be a, a midwell person so i realize i used to be the next to the worst but now i'm down to like a medium and maybe it's just a as i get older i'll get closer to being able to be cool with a mid rare but yeah just a medium that medium new york strip from gibson's was a holy crap meal
1: i know i've told this story before um but it's so good and I know not everybody's heard it and I have to tell it again. The most surreal moment of my career came when there used to be a show on the score called Chicago NFL Live and it was Doug Buffone, and every night was a different host. It was Thayer, it was Hub, it was on and on. One of the days was Gary Fensick. At the end of the year, Doug and Gary Fensick call up me and Tim Bach, who was producing with me at the time and said, hey. We want to thank you guys for the season. We'd like to take you out to dinner at Gibson's. Nice. Now, Doug is either a part owner or an investor in Gibson's or mm-hmm. was rather. I don't know what exactly his title was, but he had some sort of ownership stake. <laughs> stake. Sorry. in Gibson's. And uh, so he walked in. It was like, you know, the president walked in. Everybody's hey, Doug, uh, Gary, you know, I'm with Gary Fencek was an 85 bear. Yeah. And to me, that's the biggest form of celebrity in the world. Because I was seven years old when those guys won, right? Like, they were superheroes to me. I'm looking at Tim. We're looking at each other like, what is going on? I'm at dinner with Doug Buffone and Gary Fensick. Crazy. Just the four of us. Yep. And they're like, whatever you want. So I'm like, all right. And like you, I'm like, all right, I'm going to look at the, pro- I don't want to get the most expensive thing. So I got sure. whatever. I got a T-bone, whatever. Gary's like, why don't we get one of those uh, those lobster tails for the table? I'm like, all right, cool. I like lobster table. The, the lobster tail they brought out was legitimately the size of a football it was the biggest thing i've ever seen like Ooh. i didn't know they came that big it was ludicrous like the four of us could have shared it for a meal it was that big and and gary's like here have some it's so great i'm uh, Like, not only am I having the most elaborate, delicious meal of my life, I'm having it with Doug Buffone and Gary Fencek. And I was really young. Like, this was maybe three or four years into my tenure at this core. So this is 16 years ago. I was going to say,
0: because, like, when you said the name of the show, I'm like, I've never even heard of that. Yeah,
1: no, it was was on for a year or two, and it was good. It was just, like, hardcore Bears talk. It was an hour long. Uh, And that was also when Doug had the Chunky Soup endorsement. So there were pallets of chunky soup around the station. And it was like, you hungry? Yep. We're having chunky soup again? Yes, we are. And we just, everyone brought like a bowl <laughs> from home and we would just microwave chunky soup all night long. I, I can't have it anymore because I had so much damn chunky soup when Doug had that sponsorship. But dude, that night was the most surreal night of my life. Okay. And one more thing here. Uh, I talked about that clear soup last week on mm-hmm. the podcast, the, yes. the hibachi soup. People keep writing me about miso soup. It's not miso soup. Miso soup has more stuff in it. It's got, I think miso soup has chunks of, uh, um, what the hell, tofu in it. Yeah. And there's other things in it. This Japanese clear soup is just broth with tiny little scallions and maybe a floating mushroom sliver. That's it and from what i've discovered it's just called japanese clear soup it's not miso but i guess the official name is japanese clear soup okay so there there it is there so i know like a bunch of people have am like you're talking about miso it's not miso i know what miso is it's not miso
0: okay my next question is from scott and this harkens back to what you said before is anyone else excited to not deal with their extended family this thanksgiving or am i just a bad guy
1: I'm going to miss them. However, I will not miss the stress of pleasing everyone. I get that. You know, mm-hmm. like uh, if we mess something up, if something happens where something goes wrong, it's not a big deal. It doesn't ruin everybody's Thanksgiving. That's the that's the the relief I I'm feeling is if we screw something up, it's not a big deal. We don't have to worry about pleasing everybody. That's yeah. what I'm looking forward to just a real easy going just the three of us i I am looking forward to that happening just once (laughs) yeah
0: see like that's kind of been my like i mentioned before like that's been my last five years so i'm used to it at this point honestly i would love to see my family all together so like seeing everybody else like you know like this is actually kind of like i feel like how my brother has where when quarantine started and everybody had to be at home like oh boy i can't really go anywhere he's like yeah this has kind of been my life fam (laughs) like everybody else is he's like everybody else is getting up to my speed now so it's like kind of feeling like that a little bit uh but yeah no i totally get the like the lack of stress level it's just you guys it's yeah it's like at least that not having that aspect of it i see being totally fair to not miss it all
1: yeah well rick maybe you know when things get back to normal maybe you start a new tradition and start hosting everybody i would love to
0: that that's like actually to, to, to get back to sappy again that was always one of my like life goals is to now mind you i'm in this industry so money's never gonna happen uh <laughs> to be able to do this but i would love to be the person that hosts thanksgiving and at least for or whatever it ends up being one day a year two days a year where my family actually still gets together however i'm poor so that ain't yeah, happening but because but like those
1: holidays ricky everybody jumps in, everybody does something
0: no but i'm saying in terms of having a place big enough to be able to like feasibly host it because oh yeah because like my condo okay. right now is like 800 square feet we're not going to have enough space for people
1: so you know what though you'd be surprised you can make it work i'm telling you if you, if you my, my aunt who hosts every holiday has a very small house by most standards and we just find a way people just find a way if they want to be there but there's there's options you'll figure something out people are happy to volunteer you know even if you were just to plan it so I'd be like, it could be in my house. You just handle everything. Yeah. You know? So anyway, you got a whole year to think about it. Right. All right. Before we wrap up, can I uh, just promo my book one more time? Because I, I just told my cool story about Gary Fensick and uh, Doug Buffone. Yeah. Yesterday, I'm sitting on my couch and I get a Facebook message from, here's the name, Jane Makita. Oh. I'm like, oh this is cool she's like hey i saw uh a google alert popped up about my dad in your book i'm curious what the story was you told about my dad in the book and i'm like oh awesome so i wrote her and I said hey give me your address i'll send it out turns out she lives right by my in-laws like a block away from my in-laws oh wow um which would explain why i saw uh, stan makita at the b-dubs on route 83 in plainfield one day Being would be in hope walk in, we're like what the is that Stan Makita? He's like just sitting, waiting for a table. Like, that's, that's awesome. awesome. There's Stan Makita just sitting, waiting for a table with Beat ups Like, there's his jersey on the wall. You might want to sit this guy. Anyway, um, so I'm sending them a copy of the book, but the response has been huge. Uh, so I want to thank everybody who's ordered it. It's called The Big 50, The Men and Moments That Made the Chicago Blackhawks. You can buy it anywhere, Amazon um you know barnes and noble but i do uh, encourage people if they can to support local independent booksellers bookshop.org is a great website that uh, distributes money to independent booksellers uh, and if you'd like a signed personalized copy uh you know maybe you know a hawks fan that would enjoy it for the holidays go to madhousepod.com book and then you'll click the image of the book there and fill out a google form and i will personalize and ship books uh, as soon as I get the order pretty much they're sent out I'm going to send a new batch tomorrow morning including Jane Makita's book which is a little bit surreal uh, but madhousepod.com book or wherever books are sold and if you've read it and you like it please leave a review on Amazon a five-star review on Amazon is super super helpful uh, helps it climb the charts a little bit and Rick you may, you may have missed the news but I have the number one bestseller in a new release midwest regional um guidebooks so take that Rand mcnally (laughs) that's awesome that's legitimately awesome it's (laughs) like (laughs) i'm I'm, like my book's number one in what right like that almost
0: feels (laughs) like something out of like parks and rec yes (laughs) yes <laughs> where it's like oh yeah well pawnee was the number one this this, this number one in this 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 thing
1: <laughs> and obesity it was the <laughs> strangest thing like oh where did it go now it's not showing up anymore maybe i've lost that ranking oh, oh. now you're number two in but, uh, midwest regional guides it's so junk it's just the strangest thing ever <laughs> the, the it's a guide i guess i mean i, it's I mean not i really like, yeah like that's why i'm like it's under guides i dude i don't know i am uh... i mean
0: either way it's really cool and like seeing a very small part of that taking place while well, you know we'd be working the bernstein and mcknight show and uh you definitely wouldn't be writing chapters while we're working no. the show no that, that's <laughs> ridiculous but Absolutely like hearing no. you talk about like sometimes the stress behind it sometimes the oh i found this really cool thing to put into this chapter about this and i would go uh-huh yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> like, like me with basketball dudes. seriously yes i agree
0: yeah no 100 percent. when i got the book sent i was like oh hockey oh I've, I've i think i've heard of this hockey sport before
1: yes yeah it's weird to have like the actual tangible book in hand mm-hmm. uh and my friends at bookies there's one in homewood there's one in uh Mount Greenwood uh i know the owner of bookies he's like hey i got a bunch more come in and sign them so i went yesterday and signed probably 100 copies of the book um so if you're near one of those stores the homewood one or the uh beverly one uh there's signed copies there right now at bookies so lots of ways to get it but just all the matters is that you get it and i appreciate it absolutely so we're
0: gonna wrap up because holy crap we went for a long time today
1: i felt like it
0: how long is this one like we're now mind you pre-editing uh we're at like an hour 10 Wow. This is like one of the longest ones ever that's not uh, March fatness related. Yeah. So, once again, check out our sponsors that we mentioned Dr. Squatch. I'm fat 20 is the promo code to save 20% on your orders of $20 or more. And if you or someone you know is trying to buy a house or refinance or something housing related, Team Hochberg, 855 56 David, 56 David.com. Follow us on all our social media platforms, and I'm Fat Pod, the Patreon, the Tea Public. There's always sales going. I was I was shocked how often there are sales going on in the Tea Public shop. So it's just oh, like yeah. you can if if it's not right now. You know everybody's a little tighter around the holidays we totally get it because you're eating more food so your belt is tighter and also your wallet because of you know having to get stuff for everybody totally get it the sales will be there so make sure to keep an eye out for those and just like those amazon reviews jay brought up for his book uh the apple reviews for the podcast are huge five stars if you uh that would be great and just a quick review sentence or two what you like don't like whatever about the podcast we really appreciate it and subscribe to the podcast as well because even though we're pretty consistent about when the podcast comes out now you know it just populates right into your player of choice so it's right there for you
1: real quick rick as you're speaking i just got an email the next t public sale is their 13 dollar cyber week sale it is november 24th and 25th $13 classic tees on the 24th and 25th so if you've got uh, an i'm fat podcast shirt in mind make you sir make sure you set a reminder for the 24th or 25th to jump on that $13 sale but another sale comes to december 2nd through 6th and then 6th through the 12th all sorts of sales coming your way on t public keep it tuned to our social media channels and when those sales happen we'll let you know all right Happy Thanksgiving to everybody. Enjoy the family you're able to be with. Enjoy all the food you
0: will be able to consume and the football you'll be able to watch. For Jay, I'm Rick.
1: This is the I'm Fat Podcast. All right, I think we got a lot accomplished here today.